Welcome to Light Trees and News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by Charles. I have risen from the depths of this apartment. I literally just <laughs> said, I don't think I've seen you upstairs in a while. Nope. Uh, it's weird. This is during the daylight. Oh. Oh, someone's at our door. Exciting. Who is it? You guys, what an ordeal to start the show. It was our mailwoman, and she had several mystery gifts to give us. <laughs> Charles got a weird package of soap. Of soap, for no reason. For no reason. Uh, and I got a second healthcare card. Why do I have two? I don't know. That's weird. <sighs> Guys, it is so hard being an adult. Every day is a fucking struggle. I hate it. Would you get a new card because of the new year? Or you probably would have got it by now. I have two. Well, I signed up for Medicaid through Obamacare. Thank you, Obamacare. Uh, and I got the one card through the healthcare market, and then I got another one through Metro Plus, which is who I have Medicaid with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my general physician information. I don't know. Ugh, guys. I fully have no idea. I would advise against becoming an adult. Hmm. For anybody listening right now, I am hardcore opposed to it. <laughs> I would go back in time if I could. Um, Any teenagers listening, stop stop growing. Stop growing immediately. Uh, So I wanted to get to some Patreon questions. As a reminder, everyone, I do have a Patreon. It's a good time. Patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. Ooh, we have an online hangout coming up on the Super Bowl. Ooh. Is that dumb? Everyone who has answered so far has been like, no, it's not dumb. There's absolutely no overlap between Super Bowl fans and your fans. (laughs) No, uh, that, that that could be very true. And also, Lucas brought up a great point. He was like, why can't we be watching the Super Bowl and on the online chat? Oh, right. Because it's not a video thing, right? It's just a chat. It's just a chat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be from 6 to 7 on the Super Bowl, which is Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for my $10 a month members and higher. Please come. I'm very excited. And then for my $5 a month members and higher, you get to send questions that will answer on Light Trees and News. So I wanted to start with Bailey because, wait, no, I'm sorry. Bailey, we'll get to you. <laughs> uh, I wanted to start with Diane. You know what, Diana Bailey, I'm going to fuse your questions together because they're similar. So Bailey asked, what do you think of the declared presidential candidates so far? garbage just okay great thanks and then diane wanted to know two things which is totally fine by the way if you have more than one question send both along but diane's first question is um if you're in your if you and your co-host could pick five traits or ingredients as they say for a perfect candidate what would they be and numbered five to one wow this is specific Least important to most. <laughs> Why does this matter to you? The answer can be as wild as you want them to be. So I, my immediate first question, Diane, when I read this, when I read your question, was when you say traits, do you mean like is very morally principled or like hot? Uh, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> like what's your version of a trait? But I think it's flexible so we can mess around with that. Um, And then, yeah, so just to catch you up, Charles, in case you don't know, everyone and their mother has declared that they're running for president in the Democratic Party. And and it's pretty varied, you know, from people like um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez 
to Elizabeth Warren to uh, Camille Harris. Uh, and uh, all of these people have announced their candidacy. Yeah. And Cory Booker. Okay. Just declared as well. I was only aware of Kamala Harris. Yes. So she she declared a couple days ago. He just declared today. Okay. So here's my main takeaway from everybody except uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Everybody else, uh, maybe Elizabeth Warren, it's unfair to fully group her with the, the group I'm about to declare. It's these candidates who are... <sighs> who optically appear very liberal mm-hmm. or like socially very liberal where they're like, yeah, we're not opposed to same sex marriage and yeah, go get your abortion and stuff <laughs> like that. But then on the down low or maybe not even on the down low, like Camille Harris is a cop. Basically she is a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. She sends poor people of color to jail on the reg. That's her whole brand. That's yeah. why she gained all the power that she has. And then like Cory Booker, I mean, Cory Booker tirelessly has worked to privatize schools, privatize education, um, make, you know, uh, backroom deals with the pharmaceutical industry, but socially very liberal. Right. He's a vegan. Yay. <laughs> or he used to be. We like that he's a vegan. We, we like that he says the right liberal things about certain social issues. But then you have to look about like who they're taking money from and what kind of deals they've made. And when you get into the nitty gritty, a lot of these candidates, for me, start to fall apart. Right. However, having said that, I have previously said, if the Democrats don't go with a person of color as a candidate, it's fucking suicide. Yeah. So, But when I said that, I did not mean Camilla Harris. I did not mean Cory Booker. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like Stacey Abrams, you know, or mm-hmm. or if, if her track record bothers you in terms of like not having won a bunch of elections, another candidate like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is a person of color, who who does know what it actually means to struggle, to try to live in a city like New York, which is fucking impossible, um, who, until she got elected uh, as a representative and started re- uh, receiving a salary, was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. Yeah, You know, like these issues that are just very real to people. We need a candidate like that. The fact that Kamala Harris and Cory Booker are people of color is like, good but when you start to look at their track record i don't want a president who thinks a good policy is sending poor people to jail no you know so that is my long-winded way of saying what do i think of the presidential candidates so far Eh, you know like i i feel like any candidate the democrats are going to get serious about is going to be one of those moderates that I'm not going to be excited about, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a huge problem with the Democratic Party. The the base that got really excited for, uh, dare I speak his name, I know, I know, Bernie Sanders. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. Um, and please don't run again, Bernie. <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> Sit down. You're like 90 fucking years old. Sit down, Bernie. Uh, but the reason people got really excited about him is, oh my God, here's someone who's actually a liberal running and for all his flaws as a candidate which there were many mm-hmm. he was saying stuff that got people very excited mm-hmm. i don't see like cory booker doing the same thing you know i think he'll go as far as he feels is safe yeah um so traits like top five traits that you look for in a perfect candidate i would say actually liberal what? Wh- which, I mean, that encompasses a lot. So, like, I don't know if you're looking for, like, platforms. Like, obviously, um, anti-carceral state, uh, pro-open borders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Medicare for all. 
but I think all of those are sort of, they fall under actually liberal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would say someone who is like a human being. And I know that sounds weird, but like that that's why Obama appealed to so many people. Like he was a funny, charming dude who also knew what it was like to not come from a ton of privilege. Um, I think it's important that you have a candidate who doesn't seem like they hatched from an egg. <laughs> yeah, or the a robot. Or, or is a robot, yeah, 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 like a Mitt Romney sort of. Um, this is how you use words, right? We I enjoy sport. We are human. Yeah, uh, that really like puts people off. Um, what else? What do you look for in a candidate? One, not a robot. Not a robot. <laughs> we are firmly anti-robot on this show. Let it be known. Oh, no, what about the uprising? This is going to come back to bite oh, us in the ass. In okay, <laughs> disclaimer. If there is eventually a robot uprising, what am I saying? When the eventual uprising of robots happens, I was joking about everything I just said. All hail our robot overlords. <laughs> Okay, so Light Trees and News brought to you by robots. <laughs> <laughs> Not a robot, but later down the sh down the road, definitely a robot. Definitely a robot, but like <laughs> one of the benevolent robots who uh, won't destroy us during the robot uprising. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's a trait. Um, I don't know. I don't think. Here's the thing. I don't think there's ever going to be a perfect candidate, and that's another pitfall um, we can fall into on the left. You're always going to have a problem with who, whatever candidate runs. Guess why? The only people who run for president are fucking narcissists. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you truly have to be, right, to say I'm the one who should rule 300 million people. I mean more because the president of the United States is enormously powerful. So I, I have a problem with saying the perfect candidate. I think we need to... Put our energy behind the candidate who is most likely to listen to our demands. Yes. And that will probably mean that we differ uh, from, from their agenda occasionally. Mm -hmm. But they're the ones who are most receptive to us pushing back on them. Right. I, yeah, I, don't think, I, I don't think anyone's going to ever fully make every single person happy. No, fully not. I mean, that was part of the reason, like, the, the Hillary Clinton disastrous campaign... <laughs> Where, listen, she, it was a crap campaign. They ignored several key states. It was really, really bad, right? But my whole thing was, who's more likely to listen to the left's um, requests or agenda, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? Right. And we have that answer now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, not that Hillary Clinton is by any means a leftist. She's certainly not. Uh, but it's that sort of political calculation that I'm always making. So, yeah, that that's my issue with... The perfect candidate label. That, that campaign, though, massive failure, gave us some great memes, though. You know what? If you're basing success on memes, it was a home run. Yeah. Because, oh, they were so good. That The photo of her walking through a tiny New York City apartment, just going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was so horrified <laughs> yeah. when she sees how we all live. Yeah. She was like, this is your kitchen? And it's like, Hillary, yes. This Come is it. on. I live in the woods in upstate New York. <laughs> this is so Odd. It's beautiful. You should all come to my cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, go to the polls. Oh, God. Uh, and then Diane's second question is, what is the most outrageous thing that has happened to you on the street or subway? Like recently? I feel Yeah, I feel like this could be an entire episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, this... Mm, can I skew it and make it about something that 
really weird that happened to me at work last night? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just want to hear about that in general. Okay, so uh, I did tweet about this, but okay. uh, so last night I was DJing a drag show. Congratulations. Thank you. And after the show, there's like two hours where I just play music. I don't have to like do lights and all that shit. Uh, and this dude comes up to me and I'm used to this. And he's like, can I make a request? And I was like, depends on what it is, but right. sure. And then he goes, if I give you $20, do you want a bump? <laughs> and I was like, was that the request? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Your request is for you to give me money to do your drugs. Uh-huh. And he was like, mm, yep. I mean, clearly already coked out of oh, his face. I was, t- yeah. was going to say, clearly coked out of his mind already. Yeah. And I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want that. Especially from a random dude coming up like that. Mm, I don't want to take your drug, strange yeah. man. And then after that, gave me $3. <laughs> cool. And then after I had closed and went downstairs, he came up to me, forcibly put $20 in my hand and ran to the bathroom. And I was like, I need to leave right now. Oh, my God. And then he, I found out later, was just going to the ATM and handing out <gasps> money to people. No, you've done he too was, much like, cocaine. Handing out 20s to literally random uh, people and the bar staff. a clearer red flag that you've done too much cocaine than you are taking out money and just giving it away to strangers? Just giving it to whomever. Which is sort of the same thing as doing a lot of cocaine. Just <laughs> taking out your money and throwing it into the air. Uh, so I respect the literal metaphor. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus Christ! It was it was the closest thing I could say to do like being on the Wolf as Wall or Wolf of Wall Street, right? Just like right. throwing. God, I hope he's rich. Uh, I'm. I I I I wouldn't say that he was like balling. Right. But Shouldn't be throwing his money at strangers. Not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very specific kind of rich. So I'm trying to think of weirdest stuff I've seen. On the subway. Diane, this is such a big question because we see weird shit every day on the street. And just block it out. And on the subway. I mean, like, there's the obvious, like, just fully naked people. Mm -hmm. um, People pooping uh, on the street. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Um, There was the time I was (laughs) walking down the stairs and a dude... uh, this is relevant for the story. A visibly homeless man was walking up the stairs and he spit and it caught in the <laughs> wind and landed in my mouth. <laughs> so that happened one time. I do remember that story. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty... Um, and I should mention, had anyone spit into my mouth, I would be horrified. But he also seemed very sick and I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. And I was agonizing for days. <laughs> that it had happened. I don't mean to laugh. It's, so much. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Uh, so, like, I mean, the subway is its own ecosystem. So, there's always what I love about the subway is sometimes um, a musician will get on the train and start playing, and then a different musician gets mm-hmm. on the train mm-hmm. and then they start jamming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's really fun and weird in like a fun way and not a sad way. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen. I've blocked a lot of things out recently. (laughs) That's another thing. We're so traumatized. Yeah, I feel like I've blocked out so much from my memory. Uh, you definitely. You're definitely right about the naked. Yes, and then um, that is kind of a common. Oh, there's always the notorious nail clippers. Oh, that happened to me recently. There was a dude. So weird. I saw a dude recently who. uh, Maybe I should start to ask people who just come over. Uh, who come over to guest host if they've seen anything weird to mm-hmm. like keep it fresh in the memory because you saying that reminded me the other day I sat down on the subway and there was a dude 
across from me who all of a sudden started feeling his pockets in a really frantic way like he forgot his house keys or something okay and i was like oh no did this dude drop his wallet or lose his keys because like i could feel his anxiety mm-hmm. um and it went on for a, like a minute him just being like oh fuck oh fuck and looking in his bag and stuff like that and then he finds it and he goes ah okay and he pulls out a nail clipper. <laughs> oh my and he starts God. clipping his nails. And I was like, motherfucker, you got that stress that you couldn't find your nail clippers? On the train. On the train. So you could do this weird thing that everyone hates. No one is happy to see you clip your nails in public. Yeah. I, uh, I've i definitely seen... Oh, the, the train masturbators. Yes. Those happen. Yep. Um, yeah, I w- that's why I was trying to think of like happy things because when you say oh. outrageous, the first thing we all think of is like, oh, when that dude whipped his dick out and I did not want to see his dick, Mm-mm. which tends to not be a happy story. Uh, yeah, <sighs> but that's literally all I can think about. There's one time I got on the train. You know how like the newer trains are just one long bench that people sit on, yeah. but the yeah. older ones are like three, two, two, yeah. three. I walked in and it wasn't it wasn't a P train. It wasn't a poop train. There was no weird smell. But okay. I got on and there was, it was a busy train and there were just three empty seats. And I was like, what's wrong with these seats? Yeah. And I looked and there was just covered in semen. Oh, semen? Yep. Jesus Christ. Somebody had a party. Or possibly more than one person. But it was sure, just like, sure. damn. That wow, is, that's a lot of jizz. Yeah. Damn. I get it. We're not sitting that's there. That's new. I I mean, to my knowledge, I've never seen semen where semen should not be. <laughs> hmm. I work in a gay bar. <laughs> yeah. But that's another thing. I feel like it's a, I could easily miss it. Yeah. Because like normal amounts, you're probably not looking for it. Yeah. You know? I, I, yeah. You're <laughs> looking but for it. Enough to cover three Disembodied seats? Jizz, jizz, yeah. Ah! Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So let's do our recce recs because this um, pop culture section is going to go a little long, which is fine. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I have an anti-rec that I would Ooh. like to start with. All right. The fucking Ted Bundy tapes. Ah. Oh my God. Perfect. So, and everyone's recommending it to me Mm -hmm. because here's two assumptions people always make about me because I'm into true crime. One, you'll love the Ted Bundy tapes. I do not. And two, you think Ted Bundy's attractive. I do not. I don't, yeah. He's like a six, like on a good day. I get that he's not like a creepy dude where you'd be like, oh my God, that guy's going to murder me. Yeah. Yeah. I think more than his looks was how charming he was. Yeah. Uh, and that might have like heightened his appeal mm-hmm. to women. Um, but I'm but definitely anyway. not like daddy. No, not at all. And there's more attractive serial killers than Ted Bundy that mm-hmm. we don't talk about as being attractive. The reason we talk about Ted Bundy being so attractive is because he killed young, attractive sorority girls mm-hmm. um, and young women in general. Anyway, uh, the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix is a mess. <laughs> it really glorifies him as being this attractive genius barely talks about the victims um if at all sometimes just shows their photos or shows like stock footage of girls wearing very short skirts stuff like that that's very male gazy very suggestive um and it really grossed me out because ted bunny would have loved the netflix special oh yeah because it just shows how clever he was how smart he was how charming and attractive he was Mm -hmm. and i hated it because i i know he would have loved it yeah i've i i'm not sure that i would anti-wreck it but i have tried to watch it three times and i've fallen asleep it's it is super boring as well Mm -hmm. um 
I mean, it was mildly interesting because I knew about his first prison escape, but I didn't know about his second prison escape, which was way more elaborate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just sort of interesting from like a prison break type of story, yeah. which I, I always love those stories. I love hearing about how prisoners got out of jail and stuff like that because it's interesting. But also uh, he was a fucking monster who brutally killed these young women when they were in the prime of their lives. We never hear about them. Mm. We never hear about like what they wanted to be, their their families, like who they were as people. They're just like bodies. And that is really gross. And I should say, like, as a true crime fan, what I like about true crime isn't glorifying the killers. Like, I think it's really interesting to hear about, you know, um, individuals who are so extreme in our society. But I like when it's done sort of like uh, the Gianni Versace story, uh, the assassination of Gianni Versace. I need to watch that now that that's on Netflix. Yeah. Part of the reason I think it's so good is it does such a good job um telling us the story of the victims. Mm-hmm. It also means more when Andrew Cunanan kills them because it's like, I really like that guy mm-hmm. and he was a good person and you killed him and you're a bad person and I don't like you very much. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that I, I would say don't watch the Ted Bunny tapes, watch the assassination of Gianni Versace. Okay. Um, and then my honest wreck that I really, really love is Sex Education, also on Netflix. People have been telling me that I need to watch this. Do watch so that. Bad. It's okay. so great. Uh, the great Gillian Anderson is in it as mm-hmm. a very hot mom, a sex therapist mom. She's the best. You'll want her to be your mom. Okay. Uh, that is very ageist. Or you would want to fuck her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, either way. Um, and the kids are really great in it. Um and it's really, really woke in a good way. Cool. You know, like an entertaining way, mm-hmm. not in a after-school special way. Hmm. That would be a little interesting, though, too, if they just had a lesson for every episode. They kind of do. Oh, They kind of okay. do, because, like, um, this isn't really a spoiler, but he, he sort of becomes... So he is the, the main protagonist, is the son of Jillian Anderson, who's a sex therapist, and he starts kind of like a racket at his high school where he gives out um, sex therapy sessions to students who have like questions or problems mm-hmm. with their own sex lives. I f- was that a. <coughs> I feel like I saw a movie like that called Charlie Something where the kid was like a therapist in the school bathroom and was like handing out drugs to people. Oh, okay. This is also in the bathroom. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, huh. But it's really, really good. Okay. The kids are great. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. I would recommend it. Also, if you've had any feelings or thoughts about anything we've talked about so far, hashtag Light Trees and Pod on Twitter. Hey. Hey. That's probably the only place where I'll see any message other than Patreon. But mm. people who like email us or anything like that, it's going to get lost, BB. So just tweet it to me. Um, do you have any Rex? Or um, anti-Rex? I... Uh, disclaimer, uh, I have been working since New Year's you nonstop. so much. Uh, we have, yeah, there's people on vacation and people, like a, one person who broke their ankle and I <laughs> literally not had a day off in a month. And I it's, hope you're I'm not, rolling in cash. I'm not even done yet. Like I still have more days oh to go. God, so I'm behind on a lot of things like president announcements and yeah. TV shows. Oh no, that's fine. But, uh, the... Every single song that Ariana Grande has come out with. <laughs> Just it, a blanket endorsement. In the last two weeks <laughs> is fucking amazing. Yeah, I've uh, heard none of it. Thank You Next. Oh, well, Thank You Next I've heard. Imagine and imagine. Seven Rings. I haven't heard Seven Rings. I heard about her little her tattoo. tattoo. That she 
messed up twice. Uh, <laughs> can white people just stop getting Asian characters as tattoos? Because we don't know what they say. It's disrespectful. It's appropriating. Full disclaimer. I have a tattoo that's Japanese symbols. Well, yeah, so do I, but I covered it up. Okay. <laughs> um, I was 18, and it was my... No, that's my second tattoo. My first legal tattoo. Um, but yeah, I yeah. I would not get it now. We all got one when we were 16. But now that we're in our 30s, we get it covered up, mm-hmm. if we can, if one can afford it. And then we fucking move on. Yeah. We don't do it again. Ariana. Also, I feel like her generation should know better. <laughs> we didn't know. We were dumb. Japanese barbecue finger. We probably should have known. Yeah. Uh, it says Japanese barbecue finger. <laughs> Which is so... I like that. I, barbecue finger is actually uh, a cool tat if she had gotten it in like English or as like um, like emoticons. Yeah. I either want it to be like the next indie band name or the next like superstar oh, drag queen name. For sure. Or uh, an improv team. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure going to be an improv team. Uh, so yeah, guys, it's that time of the show. Let's all hold hands and cry. Here's your bad news. No. All right, I wanted to talk about this poor woman who fell down the stairs, uh, the stairs when she was going to the subway, when she was carrying a stroller with her one-year-old daughter in it. Um, Her name was Malaysia Goodson. She was 22, and apparently she was from uh, Connecticut, but she was in the city, uh, in Manhattan, and she fell down the stairs while carrying her daughter, Riley, and she died. So, and her, her baby was found conscious and uh, uninjured. So that's good. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about it, even though uh, certain details have emerged since then, that apparently she had another, uh, she had an underlying medical issue that might have actually like killed her before she fell down the stairs. Oh, okay. She had had like a headache and complained to her family. And I think she had a thyroid disorder or something like that. So there have been some suggestions that maybe that's actually what killed her, not the fall. That is beside the point though. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about accessibility on the subways because they're fucking horrendous. They are. And oh. if you've lived in New York City m- more than a year or maybe even a few months, you probably have seen parents do the very scary walk where they're trying to walk their strollers up and down the stairs mm-hmm. with their child inside it. Um, there was, an, I think, a New York Times reporter who was doing a profile on this, and when she was doing the piece in the subway station, saw a woman trying to carry her twins down the stairs in a twin stroller. Oh, my God. And she stopped the segment and, like, went and helped her. Uh-huh. And a lot of people, I think, in a very good-natured way, have said, since this story happened, y- you know, if you see something like this, help a person with the stroller, which 100%, I think, is good advice. Let's just be decent to each other. But I think the problem is bigger than that because the problem is accessibility. So it's one thing if you're going to help out parents, but like, what about people with disabilities? What about the elderly? We need to have better solutions that are not stairs. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that means like elevators that work because right now there are only uh, elevators in one fourth of the subway stations in the city. 
And oftentimes those elevators break all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have you been at a subway station and the elevators are out of order? It happens all the time. All the time. So it's not enough to say, let's just help each other out and carry the stroll or help carry the strollers because it's like, are you going to carry people with disabilities up and down the stairs? Are you going to carry elderly people up and down the stairs? This is an infrastructure issue. This is a class issue. This is a, a race issue because you can be damn sure the stations that have elevators are not in the poorer communities mm-hmm. where people of color tend to live. So it, it's all of those things as well. Um, and I thought this story sort of, uh, quote unquote, nicely brought all of those issues to the to the front. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever seen that video of uh, a guy in a wheelchair trying to go from his hotel in Midtown to Brooklyn to get a bagel and back to his hotel room? I didn't see it, but I heard about it because yeah. he was trying to like profile, point, point. Yeah. yeah, the accessibility How issues. Unaccessible the whole city is, and uh, like even before you even get into the subway system, like curbs, curbs, yeah, and like how that little tiny little ramp on the on the corners is usually just full of water well even like the the state of some of our sidewalks and streets is really appalling and for us it's like oh that's annoying i gotta step over this pothole but if you're in a wheelchair yeah it's like what the fuck it's suddenly like a huge issue and like imagine like living somewhere needing to get on the train and then having to go so far out of your way to find a station that you can get into and then have to plan appropriately and waste more time and energy getting getting to the subway station that you have access to and then also getting out of the subway and hoping that when you get there the fucking elevators work right i thought about that recently um because when you look at a the subway stops when you're on the train they'll show you like which have um uh, accessibility for people with disabilities Mm -hmm. and I was just thinking about how long you would have to go out of your way if you didn't live at one of the stops, the subway stops, with a functioning elevator. And then also, yeah, what happens if that elevator goes down? Like, how long will it take to repair? Uh, How does that affect your work schedule? Hopefully you have a nice boss who gets it and isn't a fucking monster and is like, just work from home, you know? And then that's a whole other thing. You have to live in a building that is accessible. You have to have an elevator on that building as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have a ramp. Um, just the the checklist that people who have disabilities have to go through just to live at like a base level. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it, it's, isn't it, uh, that's a big reason why UCB moved, right? Yeah, so uh, the UCB at Chelsea was not uh, ADA compliant, the Americans with Disabilities Act. Most, are, most a lot of buildings in the city aren't. No, and actually UCB, uh, um, I applaud them for finding a place that was that is ADA compliant because uh, another improv school moved right into the Chelsea oh. location and it's still not ADA compliant and they're just sort of like, whatever. Uh-huh. You can get a lot of fines if you're not, but oh, they're yeah. sort of like, mm-hmm. um, it's improv asylum. They're from Boston. They're terrible. <laughs> they don't care that it's not ADA compliant, but that is <laughs> yeah. why UCB left. <laughs> they're, fr- they're from Boston. We yeah. They're from Boston, Boo. and apparently opening night was a lot of like racist, uh, xenophobic, misogynist humor. So that's who improv asylum are. Shade, shade, Boston. shade, shade, shade. <laughs> uh, so also in bad news, 
Howard Schultz is running for president. What? Yeah, Starbucks. You know, you remember your former employer? Yeah, I do. You remember that you worked at Starbucks? I did. I worked at... Uh, I'm not laughing because you worked at Starbucks. I was just like, Charles, this is a story that should hit ha- home for you. <laughs> I met him once. He was a super nice guy. I'm Probably sure. shouldn't be president. Probably should not be president. You're just saying that because his coffee costs $8. <laughs> Wait, is the, is the price of coffee going to go down? Probably not. Okay, then uh, no. Uh, but he said he... Oh, see, that's, that can be one of the traits for a president that I want. Cheap coffee. Cheap coffee, yeah. It's very, that's, that's how we can win Charles's vote. Second to most important. Uh, so he said the reason he, so he's running as an independent. Great. And he said the reason he can't run as a Democrat is because of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's proposal to slap a 70% marginal tax rate on rich people. And he he doesn't want to do that. Why wouldn't he want to do that, Charles? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's so fucking rich. And by the way, the 70% marginal tax rate would only apply... Uh, to people who make more than $10 million a year. Uh-huh. So it's very funny to watch people who make like $200,000 a year, which is still a lot of money, say like, this would affect me negatively. No, it fucking wouldn't. No. Do you make $10 million or more a year? Then don't stress. So, And even if you do make more than $10 million a year, don't stress because you still will be very, very rich. You're fine. Like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who everybody fucking loves, uh, would hate this proposal. Yes, he would. But he would still be so rich. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze. Oh, okay. Do we... Can we nope. Uh, 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 okay, uh, it's because I'm looking at you. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he is seriously considering running for president as an independent. And, of course, this is freaking out. <laughs> there she is. Gesundheit. Oh, this is freaking out a lot of people because uh, it is... Sort of scary because if he splits the vote, that could result in Trump <laughs> winning another term. Uh, yeah, it could. Duh. Which I have problems with that argument because it's used against the left all the time for like why someone like Bernie Sanders shouldn't run. Again, I, I hate to keep using him as an example because every time I do, I'm like, Ugh. oh, nope. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we're both a mess. I'm sick. Charles is sneezing. Um, I has he like been has he announced like what why he's running okay so someone i forget which show he was on uh he was on a show where someone asked him his presidential platform and he was basically like i don't want to talk about my presidential platform and i was like dude i don't think you Uh, understand what running for president means (laughs) that's all you're gonna have to do i don't want to give anyone my money Make me president. Right, exactly. I'm rich, and I would like to stay um, very, very rich and not pay my fair share in taxes. Vote for Schultz. Um, I mean, that being said, Starbucks is a a massive corporation that sure. is corrupt for many reasons. Mm-hmm. But he did do some pretty good things on like the side of workers for the most part. Of all the monstrous CEOs, yes. he is probably one of the the least mon- that I don't know even know if that's fair. He is in the bottom third of monstrous <laughs> CEOs yeah. in terms of how monstrous he is. But that is such a low bar. Yeah, but the things that he has offered people were important like healthcare to part-time employees. $15 minimum wage? Uh I What did I make at Starbucks when I started there? But you were a manager, right? Eventually, Eventually yeah. Yeah. Um, 
back then the, the minimum wage i think we were making a little bit more than i think i started at nine but this was years ago. years 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 ago yeah um, so i truthfully don't know what they make now um and then what was the other one? Oh, college they pay for college now mm. which yeah is like awesome. i said like of all the monstrous ceos but he still wants to keep all his money he still yeah so it's like um very revealing that that was like one of the first things he thought of when it was like well why do you want to do this well because i'm scared the bad lady is gonna charge the other richies like me so i'm gonna split the vote and fuck her over um this is just about them getting rid of plastic straws <laughs> which i could go on a rant about i mean we were just talking about people with disabilities uh the the straw argument okay so i bought uh stainless steel straws that i can carry around with me because uh i don't want to contribute to any more plastic being out there but also it's a little bit ridiculous because the straws are plastic but also so are the cups. So yes. are all those little things that they put See, in things. I actually think that's a really fair compromise, what you just said. Like, you want to be more environmentally conscious, conscious yeah. which is, like, good for you. So you have a metal straw. Great. But for people with disabilities that need plastic straws, mm. you should still have those for people right. with disabilities. Um, th- I think that's a fair compromise. If you d- personally don't want to use a plastic straw, good on you. But people who actually need them... Yeah. Don't get rid of this one thing when, as you just pointed out, we still have styrofoam containers for yeah. stuff. We there's still have a, plastic cups. I, they, I think there's just a bill going up to ban styrofoam containers in New York City, which I would mean, be great. I mean, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That actually is terrible. Styrofoam is gross. It's so gross. But like, if w- this this war on straws, while important, is like, think of all the other plastic things we still use, though. Right. Again, just because Why you don't have one thing, just because you don't have straws, doesn't mean that your cup isn't fully made of plastic. Yeah, and I fully think that was just because it was a bunch of people coming up with a quote-unquote solution and not involving people with disabilities mm-hmm. and in the conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, do you guys still need these? Yeah, <laughs> they would have been like, yes, don't get rid of them. So before we run out of time, I also wanted to talk about the Jesse Smollett story, where you know details are still coming in about what actually happened, but the information we have so far is that Jesse Smollett, who is an actor, he's a queer person of color, and he lives in Chicago, and according to him, he was walking home at night, uh, it was around 2 a.m., and a couple people attacked him, they beat him up, they were yelling, uh, MAGA country, Um, they put a rope around his neck, supposedly, and he he like got inside uh he was on the phone with his agent i think when it was happening and his agent claims that they also heard the people yelling uh maga country and stuff so this is a huge story now because he's a very famous actor who was on empire and a lot of people really love him and it's a horrifying story um the cops are still trying to verify everything mm-hmm. and there was a big to do about the fact that Jesse didn't want to give them his phone, um, but he's willing to turn over the log records to them. Yes. Um, Which I get, and I think is a privacy thing. And Why do they need his phone? They want to verify that, like, the call took place, that, because he was on the phone with his agent. Right. um, And they, like, found the security footage and stuff. I think they're just trying to piece together the timeline. Okay. um, And verify that it was a hate crime. Okay. And... 
so yeah, I get it. I think the people who immediately went to it's a hoax because he didn't want to give his physical phone to the cops. I'm not giving my phone to cops. Yeah, I get why he wouldn't want to turn over his phone to the cops. But that aside, for the moment, let's just take everything at face value. And if this is indeed true and it went down the way he's claiming it went down, it is fucking horrifying. And it is an act of terrorism. Yeah, I, uh, I believe they also poured bleach on him. Did they? I yes. didn't see that. Um, or I mean, the police report said like. An un, like a an unknown unknown liquid or whatever, but okay. the reports came out that it was supposedly bleach. Oof, um, but yeah, I'm not giving my phone to anyone, mm-hmm. regardless of what happens to me. In fact, I have more than one person enlisted that if anything should happen to me, they are to get their hands on my phone and computer and destroy them. <laughs> right. Destroy the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> what do I always tell you guys? Destroy my hard drive if yeah. any shit goes down. I was like. There's you are to do that for me, by the way. If I die, destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. I was like, take my computer and my phone to the river and throw them in there. <laughs> I'm not yeah, giving anyone exactly. my passcodes to shit. No, I love- also, fuck the cops. Like, uh, I understand his, his impulse to be like, no, you can't have my fucking phone. No. Go find these guys who jumped me. Here are all my call records. Like that, You, you have security footage. Clearly, this Yeah. They happened. do have security footage. It is so dark. I'm like I cannot see that. anything from the security footage. It was 2 a.m., so it was like pitch black dark. Yeah. But anyway, um, so scary and so scary that it could happen to someone who, yes, he's a he's he's gay and he's a person of color and all that stuff. But he's also a prominent actor. Mm-hmm. You think it would? It's just proof that privilege doesn't protect you always, right? Like right. he's still a person of color. He's a queer person of color. He's still susceptible. My question is, did these guys like recognize him and follow him? From, from one of the ones that I saw, from from the article I read, I think on BuzzFeed. Yeah. Um, he, it was very late at night. He had gotten back to Chicago. He was coming out of a subway. Like oh, a, okay. a, a sandwich place? Or, yeah. Or do they have a subway in Chicago? Yeah, subway's okay. unnatural. So, so either the sandwich chain or... Oh, oh, I see what your question is. Uh, it yeah. just said subway, but I it, mean they do have like the 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 train. Yeah, so either the sandwich shop or the train. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All it said was coming out of a subway. Um, I think I think that's the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. So and then yeah, they had recognized him and said something about, "Aren't you that empire faggot or something like oh, that?" Oh, okay. I had missed that. That makes way more sense to me because I was like, "Were these dudes just like walking through the neighborhood and they're like, is that the dude from Empire walking around with MAGA hats, rope, and bleach?" So I feel like if they had all that on them, something was going to happen to someone yeah, that night. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, you know, a lot of people have been talking about like making posts in solidarity with him. But then I, I've also seen posts that make a great point where it's like, yes, we should care about Jesse Smollett because this is fucking horrifying. But also let's remember all the trans women of color who have been killed <laughs> this mm. year. And there are many. And we should care as much about that as when, like, a famous actor from Empire right. gets jumped. Well, like I just said, like, they were <coughs> clearly out that night to do something to someone. Yeah. If terrorists. It was, They're terrorists if it, walking around. If it wasn't him, it would have been someone else. And if it wasn't a celebrity, would we even talk about it right exactly. now? Exactly. And we wouldn't. I We would not talk about it. Because this is not the first time that a right-wing attack like this, allegedly has happened in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, that's enough of the bad. Here's your good news. Ooh. Um, 
Roger Stone got arrested by the FBI. By the FBI. <laughs> Wait, again? <laughs> no, this is... Oh, did I t- not tell you? We're doing a weekly recap episode. No, I knew, I knew that. I knew, oh, okay. okay. I knew that. I just didn't know if we... Okay, so we haven't gotten to this no, yet. No, no, no. Here's what happened. And Eric and I always joke about this. Mm-hmm. For a couple weeks in a row, I've had to record on a Thursday because I've been doing grand jury service. Uh-huh. And both times I've been like, you know, something big's going to drop on Friday. And then it fucking did. Mm -hmm. So we stopped recording on Thursday and I go to Twitter and it's like the FBI just arrested Roger Stone. And I was like, motherfucker. So we didn't get to it yet. Um, This makes me when I saw this because I saw the footage, too, made me so happy. Yeah, it's amazing. So not too crazy FBI, because speaking of terrorist institutions, they are one. But watching the FBI, uh, like, in their riot gear mm-hmm. <laughs> storm Roger Stone's house was deeply satisfying. Mm-hmm. I also love that anytime there's a Roger Stone story, I get to introduce to a younger generation the fact that Roger Stone has a Richard Nixon back tattoo. I forgot about that. <laughs> and people constantly forget that. And then I'll post a photo of it. And people are like, is that fucking real? And mm-hmm. it's like, yes, it's real. It's so great. Did you ever watch that documentary about him? Oh, yeah. 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 How, it's like, this dude is fucking evil. Yeah, he's evil. People always forget that he's probably one of the reasons that we uh, had George W. Bush as a president. Uh-huh. He was one of the assholes. He was down in Florida orchestrating fake astroturf campaigns to recount the ballots Mm -hmm. that was roger stone he if you've ever seen that famous video of like a bunch of white bros storming um the office where they were counting the ballots being like recount them and like chanting and stuff roger stone orchestrated (laughs) that was not a grassroots movement um so but he's like been fucking around since the nixon campaign which is why he has a nixon back tattoo um, but anyway, the the aspect of the story I wanted to talk about was how all of these conservatives finally are talking about the FBI and police in general having too much power. Oh, do they? Suddenly. What? Now that Roger Stone's house got raided, they were like, is that really necessary? <laughs> it's like, where were you yeah, 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 yeah. when they were doing drug raids and, and storming homes that have like babies living yeah. there in full riot gear? Mm-hmm. Like using uh, like tear canisters, uh, tear gas canisters and stuff like that. These people were nowhere to be found being like, is this an overreach of police power? <laughs> Finally, Roger Stone's involved and they're like, that was uncalled for. <laughs> they could have just nicely asked for a key to the house. Listen, just because it happened to Roger Stone doesn't make it not gross. <laughs> I mean, 100%. It makes it like, it makes me a little happy. But yeah. it, should, it, was, it was a glorified like orchestrated thing that they filmed yeah and i'm very conflicted because i'm so happy that they did and i really enjoyed that footage but also like there were so many fbi there officers so there many. it was for like one guy in roger one Sto- house has roger stone killed people <laughs> yeah. and i don't know about it honestly i'm asking because it would not surprise me if they were like oh and he killed 12 people i'd be like sure i, I yes. like you in watching the footage of them storm his house i like that they're like there's fully like 30 people on the front lawn and they're all trying to be like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> He's inside. <laughs> First of all, ha- they had arrested him by then, right? Or were, was he inside? When they knocked on the door? Yeah, I don't remember. I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, they like fully woke him up at like 6 a.m. Okay. Like banging on the door, Mueller's FBI. Mueller's excuse for doing that was that they were afraid Roger Stone would destroy evidence. Right. Mm-hmm. Knowing Roger Stone, 
A thousand percent. A thousand percent he has a shredder in every room and he has jerry-rigged them where he pushes a button and things just start being destroyed instantly. Like that Banksy. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) But Roger Stone just has one button for everything in his home to be shredded instantly. So I get that concern. Having said that, it was still pretty funny how many fucking FBI agents (laughs) were there. Like, well, the, the other thing is, like, if they're worried about all the evidence in your house, if you have evidence, it should have been shredded quite some time ago. Yeah, that's true. And I'm sure he did destroy a lot of evidence, but also he's sloppy as hell. I love how bad these criminals are. They're so <laughs> bad. When anybody compares them to the mob, I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. On behalf of the mob, how dare you? Mm-hmm. The mob was not as sloppy as these assholes. And the mob was comprised of a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. So also in good news... Um, the shutdown's over. Hooray! Yes. So <laughs> great. I like that gift. <laughs> but, oh, the, I'm on. Where am I on? The Daily Beast right now, and the gif <laughs> is of the Capitol with a flashing neon sign that says "Open." Uh, a photo illustration by Sarah Rogers. I like great it. job, Sarah. Good, <laughs> good job. Made it me a, giggle. It a good graphic. So yeah, obviously this is great news for the federal workers who had been working without pay. Can you fucking imagine? Mm-hmm. People hate working when they get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so awful. Also, apparently some of the lowest paid federal workers uh, will not be getting back pay for all of the time. Fuck they were not getting paid. That which fucking sucks. See, that's the thing. Like when there were certain services and stuff where people regardless of not getting paid, still had to go into work for some shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I would have been like, a bye. Well, like TSA workers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of them were calling out sick and good for them. Yeah, 100% good for them. A lot of them also, I shouldn't say a lot. I have heard stories that some of them were playing like very loud, very graphic rap music. At JFK, <laughs> yeah. At JFK, which I was like, fucking good for you. Also... Just keep doing Just that. Just keep doing that. I would like that if I was standing in line and I was pissed and there was like good rap on. I'd be yeah. like, all right, that's cool. All right. Um, Blast that Drake, yo. Oh, not Drake. We're mad at Drake. Wait, what? What? Why? What you did he do? You see that video where he uh, he's really gross with underage girls. Oh. Gross. And there's a video of him. He pulls this girl up on stage. He is really inappropriate with her. And then he goes, how old are you? And she goes, I think she said 17. I told this story to somebody else and they thought she was younger. Uh, and then he goes, oh. And then he's still fucking gross with her. And well, there's been other stories about him. Mm, he is, he's gross. Oh. He's gross. We're mad at Drake. Every time. I know. I uh, know. Oh, wasn't he, wasn't he talking about how he was like text buddies with... Uh, Millie. Yeah. When she's a little baby. She's like... Ele- no, she's not actually 11. That's her name. She's <laughs> the show. She's <laughs> She's like 13 or 14. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Still. She's 13 or 14. Gross, gross, gross. But he's grooming her for when she's a little older and he can get in there. Uh, yep, he gross. Uh, also, Drake. I was a little mad at the adults in her life where I was like, why is this grown man texting her? Take her phone away from her. Yeah. Be like, absolutely not. It is never, ever fucking appropriate for a grown man to be quote unquote friends with a young girl. No, not She at doesn't all. need you as a friend. Mm-mm. She has little girls and and maybe little boys to be friends with. Not a grown-ass man. Not a grown-ass man in his 30s? Yeah, I think so. Mm, no. no, 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 no. Especially if it's a track uh, record with very young women. Yeah. No, 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 no. Anyways, guys, we're right. in the good news section right now. And I think it is good news that Nancy Pelosi... <laughs> I have many, many problems with Nancy Pelosi. I think it is fucking hilarious that Trump got outmaneuvered 
and and beaten by a post-menopausal woman. You know that drove him insane. Mm. I also don't think that it was that hard. <laughs> it was not that hard. It was a low bar. But also, I mean, Trump, if you're older than 30 and a woman, Trump like does not see you and yeah. you are irrelevant. Um, Just like those blurred out people in yes. Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Christmas episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> totally just like, uh, like an amorphous shape. And uh, the fact that Nancy Pelosi, he came to her like 12 times and he's like, what if I gave you this? Can I get my wall? No. What if I gave you this? Can I get my wall? No. no. What about this? Can I get my wall? No. And he fucking had to cave. And you know, he punched a hole in the wall the second he had to concede to her. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats oh, in general. That makes me so happy. Oh, he's so The mad. answer to the wall is always going to be no. <laughs> Did you hear his new thing where he's like, well, maybe I'll just do it on my own. Oh, right. Because he has that much money. Mm-hmm. He's so rich. Mm-hmm. He's so rich and he definitely has all of that money. Oh, ah. wow. Oh, and then also I wanted to shout out this girl. Um, her name is Greta Thunberg, who addressed the delegate. Uh, the delegates at the World Economic Forum recently. She's 16. She took a 32-hour train ride from her home in Davos. Uh, She camped out outside of this meeting. And the reason she did this is because she gave this impromptu speech at a lunch with a bunch of celebrities like Bono, Will I Am. Um, very prominent business people like Salesforce CEO Mark uh, Benoff, former Goldman Sachs president Gary Cohn, tons of bankers and investors, and she roasted them. <laughs> oh, did she? Yeah, she said, some people say that the climate crisis is something that we have, uh, that we will have created, but that is not true because if everyone is guilty, then no one is to blame, and someone is to blame. Some people, some companies, some decision makers in particular have known exactly what priceless values they have been sacrificing to continue making unimaginable amounts of money. And I think many of you here today belong to that group. Um, She's talking about Bono. It's Bono. (laughs) I mean, fuck Bono. (laughs) Um, But she basically was like, you did this. All of the rich people in this room, you did this. Yeah. We know that ExxonMobil knew about the effects of climate change like before scientists knew about it. Mm-hmm. You knew what you were doing. Uh, and she is a boss. And she basically was like, um, I want you to be terrified. I want you to acknowledge you're the cause of this. And I want you to fucking fix it. She's a little boss. Look at her. How old is she? <coughs> 16. Cool. Yeah. Fucking shit up. I love her. Um, she said, my message is that if we do not care about the climate crisis and if we do not act now, then almost no other question is going to matter in the future. Why should I be studying for a future that may soon not exist? And she, okay, so she took a 32-hour train ride there. Mm-hmm. Did, she, did she just crash it or was she invited to speak up for some reason? That's a good question. I assume she was invited. And okay. I assume they, I shouldn't assume any of this. Um I think they thought she was probably going to say something else. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having this meeting. Oh, she's a vegan. She Yay. she lives her ideals. She no longer travels by plane, hence the 32-hour train journey. She eats a vegan diet. And she also made her parents do the same. She's Lisa Simpson. Yeah. <gasps> oh. She's Lisa. 
Um, she also delivered an impassioned speech to world leaders at last month's United Nations climate talks in Poland. She spurred protests by tens of thousands of school children around the world. Um, on Thursday, 35,000 students marched for the climate in Brussels. I love young people. Mm, I like young people. Who are I, organizing? I, yeah. I Not when they're allowed on the subway. <laughs> no, mm. Not when there's hordes of them walking towards me on the sidewalk. Ah, and I'm, just I'm like, so ah. scared of teenagers. You know why teenagers are so scary? It's because they can clock your insecurity and then they say it out loud. Mm. I, uh, my doctor's office is between, like on one side there's a high school and on the other side there's a middle school. Nightmare. Yep. You're and in a nightmare vortex. My appointments are always during the afternoon when they're getting out of school. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Guys, if you've never seen Charles mad, no offense, you're so funny when you're mad. <laughs> or like annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is most of the time. Yeah. He gets very like upright. <laughs> and my eyes just get shifty. <laughs> um, but it's, I, I, it's gotten to the point now where, and I did not request this, obviously. I don't fucking live there. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have police officers on the corners now. Oh, my God. Uh, yelling at students to stop congregating on the sidewalk and to move it along here's the thing the annoyed adult in me is like yeah but like the progressive in me is like fucking calm down like when i got out of high school in the fucking white suburbs there were never cops around to be like stop talking to your friends and move along yeah this fully grown man cop the other day to a group of 12 to 15 year old girls just went moving along ladies Ew, and i was relaxed, like dude yeah uh they stopped for granted there are too many teenagers at that one specific sure. area but also like but they had stopped down. for all of maybe 10 seconds and like i saw like, the whole interaction happen that's one of the aspects of like the police state that isn't talked about as much that daily sort of harassment by the police mm-hmm. that like usually people of color experience way more than white people. Like just to cop up your fucking ass every single moment being like, move, 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 Mm -hmm. get out of the way, move. It's like, can I fucking exist in this space for three seconds without a cop bothering me? And like, usually, no, you can't. (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) You absolutely cannot. That's annoying. Um, I still do that. I do this weird thing in the subway and I never, I usually don't, uh, but when I see a cop, I'm just like, drugs? Do I have drugs on me? Do I have to, do, what's in my bag? Fuck. Yeah. I, I can't and the answer is always no. It's I all at home. I did that a couple weeks ago because I had like a very small like edible mint on me. <laughs> and I had a full on panic attack where I was like, can dogs smell edibles? I don't fucking know. <laughs> and sometimes they have the dogs with them. Uh, it's awful. Why do we live in this city? It's so fucking awful. Uh, do you want to plug Dirty Little Horror? Yeah. Listen to my podcast with Chris. Uh, it is called Dirty Little Horror. We are on Twitter, uh, Instagram, the Facebooks and things. We talk about uh, horror movies and we make dick jokes. Love it. Those are my two favorite things. Yeah. Please follow Charles on Twitter at Charles Rockhill. Follow me at Allison Kilkenny. If you've had any thoughts, feelings, emotions about today's episode, Hashtag light trees and pod. We love hearing from you. My $10 a month members and higher. The hangout is this Sunday, 6 to 7 p.m. When is the Super Bowl? What time is it? You're asking the wrong person. I don't know. I don't know if it's before the Super Bowl. Whatever. I hope to see you there. I love you. Thanks for listening. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs>